In these harrowing times, three women step forward to expose the ridiculous and untrue stories bouncing around the internet and the world. Basically, a feminist librarian, geologist, and public health expert walk into a bar and discuss the stuff that we know is a little off the center of true. This is The Triple Hoax. When she isn't talking with Bess and George for the triple hoax, Nancy is a public health professional with an MPH, Master's of Public Health. She also majored in human biology in undergraduate. Her interests include feminism, dogs, ice cream, and the Americans on FX. Librarian by day, podcaster by night, Bess enjoys long books and forced snuggles with her cats. She has a degree in books, her Master's in Library and Information Science. She's a walking, knitting, cardigan-wearing, cat-owning stereotype. Hello, all. I, George, bring a background of general science, but specifically a degree in earth systems science. Specifically dirt. I like rocks. There, I said it, okay? I have used my dirt knowledge to educate underserved kids about how awesome nature is and what we need to do to mitigate climate change, and I am very passionate about environmental justice. My hobbies include reading, writing, One Direction, and me. Are we good? All right. Hello, listeners. Welcome. It is I, George, of the Triple Hoax. Back here in our studios for another episode of the one, the only, the Triple Hoax. Yay! Yeah. I don't oh, know if I can you. say the only because it's triple. Well, I mean, I think we're the only podcast called the Triple Hoax. We better be. Hot ziggity. I mean, if we're not, then we're just going to have to have, like, a, a fight, like a cage right. match. Cage yes, match. Yep. in the fight octagon. Mm-hmm. In the fight octagon ring. <laughs> That's the official name. Yeah. Right. I'm ready. All right. So, listeners, today, the t- question we are tackling, as me as your host, is who hunts Bigfoot? Whomst? Who out there is hunting Bigfoot and why? <clears throat> but really, we're just talking about who. And when. And, and when and where and yeah. Um, I mean, why? I'm just going to answer your question right now, George. Meanies, that's who. That's true. We don't have any evidence that Bigfoot is a meanie. So therefore, leave her alone. Wonder are meanies. <laughs> but to break it down a little for our listeners, Bigfoot, aka the Yeti, aka Sasquatch, aka like a dozen different names in other yeah. languages and other places. Skunk ape, Yeri. Yep. Yowie, mm-hmm. Mandy Barung, Orang Pendek, Barmanu. The Bigfoot. Yeah, a teensy bit of background. So the very first suspected sighting or evidence of Bigfoot was documented in Northern California in 1967, I think. Yeah, 1960s. It was at a lumber camp in Northern California. This worker there found these giant footprints that were too big to be human, but too human looking to be an ape because God knows why an ape would be running around Northern California. Like riddle me this guys. Why? So yeah. And then um, (laughs) (laughs) the guy um, swore up and down until he died like 40 years later that it wasn't a hoax. He didn't fake it. It was real. And so that really is what blossomed into the Sasquatch legend. And I mean, the Northwest is the the most famous place for people to hunt for Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Because, of course, the famous video of Sasquatch being sighted in a Washington or Oregon forest 
But it turns out the guy who saw those footprints in the lumber camp, his children fessed up for him after he died that faked it. He was a big liar and a fake. Didn't he make a giant metal foot that he... Yes, he, in the he, ground. Made, he made himself yep. a pair of giant shoes yep. that he what walked around the lumber camp <laughs> in. So, Get a hobby. That was his hobby. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a weirdo. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the legend of the Sasquatch escalated from there, but I mean, we've, we've talked quite a bit about in, in our previous episodes about where and why and how far these things get started and why people believe in them, so... Today, we're talking about who, specifically, who believes in the Sasquatch. And I found some statistics. Um, we do by the Washington. statistics. We do. So, from Live Science and the Angus Reid Institute for Research in Canada, apparently, it's more likely for Americans to believe in Sasquatch than Bigfoot. I mean, than Canadians. Americans are more likely to believe <laughs> in Bigfoot than Canadians. <laughs> Americans are more likely to believe in Canadians than Bigfoot? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I- <clears throat> and then of Americans, 29% believe in Sasquatch slash Bigfoot. That sounds, I don't know, that seems kind of low to me, but. Same. Well, I think it's a matter of when they did the research, like when they did the polling, because as we've talked yeah. about before, there are like resurgence and cycles of people believing in urban legends and. I'm- thinking it would also have to do with where the people that you pulled yeah. lived. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, if you pulled another type of cryptid in a different region, they might believe in it more than they believe in Bigfoot because that right. cryptid sure. is popular right. in their region. Like another example, like another part of the statistic was um, Scots are more likely to believe in the Loch Ness Monster than Brits do. Right. It's part of their culture at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They gotta, they yeah, gotta and I think Bigfoot, Bigfoot or Sasquatch is pretty American. Like, it's pretty much yeah. entrenched yeah. in, especially the, the folklore of the American Northwest. Absolutely. Yeah, I actually was going to share with you guys. It's the story of the, called the Kwak, the Kwak Waka Wakwa culture. I'm sorry if I totally butchered that, but they're indigenous individual uh, people who live in the central coast of British Columbia and northern Vancouver Island. Oh, okay, yeah. And they have a folklore that's re- that's similar to the Bigfoot. Is the Dzunukwa a type of cannibal giant and comes in both male and female forms. In most legends, the female form is the most commonly told. She eats children and cries, hoo-hoo, to attract them. She imitates the child's grandmother's voice. Children hmm. frequently outwit her, sometimes killing her, and taking her treasures without being eaten. Hmm. So, so that's, that's, a, that's definitely a cultural belief. Yeah. Like, yeah. people who believe in it is definitely part of their culture. Yeah, whoever is a descendant of that um, group probably mm-hmm. still thinks about that or believes it or but also from this Washington Post article which granted was published in 2014 so this data might not be up to date um found that democrats are more likely to believe in the paranormal than republicans yeah interesting yeah well when you if you're more quote unquote liberal minded you're more receptive and open to new ideas yeah well according to this graph the only place that Republicans outstrip Democrats 
is the question, Satan is responsible for evil. Oh, God. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, interesting piece of information I found that might tell us who was more likely to hunt for Bigfoot is that the very first place to outlaw Bigfoot hunting was Skamania County, Washington. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. They did it because they were afraid that the people who flooded there to hunt Bigfoot um, would end up, like, hurting the people who lived here, lived there. Like, they were like, oh, there's something in the woods, Bigfoot, and then shoot at it. And it's actually some guy who lives there who's just trying to go about his business and got shot by a Bigfoot hunter. Yeah, the other thing that I think they were trying to keep people um, from doing was ruining the environment. Sure. Yeah, but then on the other hand, it's very legal to hunt it in Texas. <laughs> of course it is. Um, well, n- now, now, it's also legal. They put a bounty on Sasquatch in Arkansas. It's legal in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that definitely leads into the next part of this is that um, there are two very like distinct groups of Bigfoot hunters. Okay. Um, so there's the, the camp that believes that Bigfoot is a shy, retiring creature, and that's why it hasn't been found yet. It doesn't bother anybody, but it's there, and it's big, and people see it. And then the other group thinks that they're, like, vicious killers, that they're, like, super <laughs> violent, and they're gonna, like... Kill they're responsible for, like, deaths in the woods and people going right. missing. Okay. Right, or the deaths of cattle, or, like, other livestock, yeah. destruction of property, stuff like that. They've never so, heard of wolves? I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you want to see the difference between these, the, the second group who think that Bigfoot are bad and evil, um, <laughs> Mountain Monsters is a great TV show. Great okay, characters. Okay. They set elaborate traps for the Sasquatch, and they are very... They, okay, well, the thing about them is they have so many guns. Oh, God. <laughs> so many guns and that's another thing i wanted to talk about with this episode is that they have so many guns <laughs> they have so many guns and i don't know why throw out a little thought cloud about race and racism okay. mm-hmm. 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 i'm always ready to bring that up yeah. um, but i would posit that most active bigfoot hunters most if not all are usually white people. Yes. And I would like to throw in the idea that if you are not afraid of other people because of racism, Mm. you have like, and it like, if you're not a woman, then you have nothing to be afraid of. So why not make something up? Yeah. Make up (laughs) Bigfoot. So we are afraid of Bigfoot. Also to not get too like bogged down with like depressing things but like there were a lot back in the the olden days the good old days there were a lot of comparisons of african-american people to apes and monkeys that's and, true yeah um the idea that they were more primitive than we are and the idea that bigfoot is a um primordial killing, killing, killing machine killing machine who is like a man but not and is always like got dark hair and everything like yeah that's kind of creepy to me like it's a little yeah. too close to caricatures of black people for my sure opinion. yeah for sure 
And I, I'm not saying that that's literally, that's literally what the Bigfoot hunters are thinking about, but like the imagery on TV and in the whole concept, it kind of freaks me out. Cause I'm for just, sure. These people yeah. are either super ignorant or they super don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. And well, like you were saying before that some of these images of like the early Yeti stories from um, native Canadian cultures, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe, well, my own experiences from watching mountain monsters is like, they went after this, um, Sasquatch type thing that they decided to call the, um, the Cherokee devil. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Oh. So it's just, right. And I mean, it's just a lot, uh, it's a big old boiling pot of like paranoia right yeah and 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 um maybe insensitivity <laughs> i don't know yeah. but, but um, like scapegoating like this fake thing that sure. we have to blame for all the weird shit that happens out in the woods when mm. weird shit mm-hmm. happens in the woods it's nature <laughs> and i also think about like people get so up in arms i think about like protecting the bigfoot and there's like this tension between these two camps who like one side thinks it's a vicious killing machine and the other side is like it's just an animal like leave it alone i don't know it just seems like I mean, I don't want to belittle anyone who, like, believes in the Sasquatch, but, like, there are, like, actual people out there that we know exist who have, like... Real problems. Right, and who are truly threatened by this, by, like, you know... Violence. Right, and so it's just, it's, don't have much perspective. It's easier to be worried about a humanoid animal's well-being and freedom (laughs) than it is to care about other people, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely a thing. Yeah. I think that it it is very much easier for people to think about this other endangered species. Yeah. Rather than consider, you know, their very fellow com- man. Very complicated things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's interesting because when you you think about like the philosophy of like Christianity or like Western religions, the idea that like uh, a living thing can be born with some sort of blame or some sort of yeah, so, like anything that's human like or human can have something that they they may have done or did in the past that allows bad things to befall them like yeah must like it's victim blaming like if something bad happens to you you must have done something to deserve it whether it's in a past life or now but like then when people look at animals they think oh they're just animals they've never done anything wrong they're innocent like and nothing bad should happen to them like at least the animals they think are cute and so when you walk around with like that culture and mentality people will easily jump up in arms when they're like, dogs are being abused. But yep. when children are going hungry, they're like, well, yeah, you know, what did their yeah. parents do? Like, <laughs> you know? Right. So I think that's, uh, that's some insight into, like, I think American, like, attitudes. Mm. Like, oh, for sure, for sure. Traditional American attitudes. 
Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle these Sasquatch facts at, on on this episode from time to time. Yes. And I think a very applicable one right now is um, from this Mental Floss article that's titled "11 Crazy Bigfoot Conspiracy Theories." Um, Amazing. Okay. First fact is. A DNA test proved that Bigfoot is a part human hybrid and deserves US citizenship. I mean, mm. I support that. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Texas veterinarian Melba S. Ketchum claimed last November to have pr- proved via Sasquatch DNA sample that the legendary apes are partially human. She she even went so far as to insist that the government recognize them as unindigenous people and immediately protect no. their human and constitutional rights. No, that's uh, awesome. So here's my, my quick question to you, George. Did you yeah. say her last name was Ketchum? Yes. And her first uh, name like is Ash Ketchum? In, indeed, indeed. Of Pokemon fame? Indeed, I think I she, like might she might be. she might have an ulterior motive. <laughs> She's got to catch them all. All of them. <laughs> but I'm more hung up on the fact that her first name is Melba. Like Melba Toast. <laughs> oh. That um, sounds like a fake name. Yeah. What I'm it saying. might be just to protect her identity. Who knows? Yeah, I would want my identity protected um, if I thought that was true. Yeah. So, <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> yeah. So, that's such a spit in the face of actual indigenous people. Mm-hmm. It makes me yeah. really mad, actually. Yeah. 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 Why don't we fucking um, pay them reparations for their land and because they we murdered all of them? How about that? Yeah. No, protect nice. Bigfoot. No, <laughs> protect Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the way these American conversations go. No. Bigfoot. <laughs> exactly. That's uh that's definitely the gist of my research. <laughs> what were totally. the other Bigfoot facts? Oh, you want more? Oh, uh, yeah. You want more, more of this? I was yeah. going to sprinkle them, but all right. One more. All right. That's upsetting, so I won't say that one yet. Um, this, <laughs> oh, one is, this one is also relevant. Bigfoot is really a caveman. Oh, God. In 2007, uh... Vancouver Island resident Robert Wilson claimed to have seen what I thought was a bear. I drove down and saw what I could only describe as a large, hairy man who looked caveman-like. Sort of Neanderthal features, as big as a bear easily, unquote. Expanding on this claim, a 2011 History Channel documentary proposed that, quote, the Sasquatch might not be a giant ape at all, but could be a species of prehistoric human, unquote. You can see the segment... Oh, no, and then it posts a video. Yeah, so... No, that's not how (laughs) science works. Okay. Uh, yeah. That sounds fake, but okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's weird that it happened in Canada. Uh huh. Where the, yeah, they the don't non-believers even live. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The non-believers. But also, I recommend. I mean, I know we do recommend recommendations later, but this I recommend this IO9 article titled, or it's Gizmodo, but um, titled, We Asked the Host of Finding Bigfoot Why It's Taking So Damn Long. Oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it's oh the question god. we all long to know the answer to. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. How much of a Venn diagram do we think there is of Trump supporters and Bigfoot believers? Ooh. Is it a full well, circle? No, I don't think so, because apparently Democrats are more likely right. to believe in the paranormal. 
So Bernie bros like believe in Bigfoot. It's a very small, thin sliver of a Venn diagram. I see. I see. That's my personal feeling. I tracks. <laughs> Bump this. Saw a flea, kick a tree. Whoopa, 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 whoopa. Saw a flea, kick a tree. Whoopa, whoopa, John. Saw a flea, kick a tree. In the middle of the sea. Well, John, ho, oh, John. Whoopa, whoopa, John. Saw a bat, chase a cat. We're back. Woo! Mm-hmm. Better than ever. We're gonna play a game. Yeah, we are. It came from the search <laughs> terms. Yay! This, uh-uh. is the, this is the game where we type in a phrase in the Goog and we find out what people have been Googling about Bigfoot. All right, George, you ready to the Bigfoot song? Uh, George, you ready to start us off? I am. Fire away. So first thing I'm going to do is... Hmm, that didn't give me anything. Hang on. That's good. Oh my god, I have a really good one. I, okay, go for it. Go. So I started to search Bigfoot, and then I thought, well, I feel like I should try to maybe find like a list of things that you would want to take with you if you were going hunting for Bigfoot. Absolutely. And right. so I typed in Bigfoot Essential, and oh. the first thing that popped up was Bigfoot Essential Oils. Oh, gross. That, oh, my God. That's like when we first started talking about doing this episode. I found that article about the woman who made that sentence no. to attract Bigfoot. Yeah, her Bigfoot juice. Bigfoot juice in New Jersey. What does it smell like? Carrion? I don't it know. Like Bigfoot. It smells Ugh. like Bigfoot musk. Musky? Like a, a, a Bigfoot yeah. during mating season will come find you. She, she created Bigfoot perfume, which attracts Bigfoot. Yes. Okay, let's keep let's keep going with this game, and I will see if I can figure out what okay. is what is in Bigfoot, Bigfoot juice. Thank you. Amazing. I searched, is there a Bigfoot, and Google gave me, is there a big Bigfoot in GTA 5? <laughs> Which is Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. A video I don't, game. I don't play Grand Theft Auto, but that would be great. Is there a big Bigfoot in North Carolina? Yeah, it's the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Well, also, the woman who made Bigfoot juice is from North Carolina. So. That makes uh-huh. sense. That was her Google search. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I got an idea, guys. I got a million dollar idea. I got to Google something real quick, though. <laughs> um, is there a Bigfoot in Red Dead Redemption? Pro- pro- probably. <laughs> what is that? It's supposed to be a real life. It's supposed to be. Well, Red Dead Redemption is this video game where okay. you're a guy in the wild, wild west who's redeeming something that happened to your dad. <laughs> But the more important thing, though, is... There's a Bigfoot in it. It's supposed to be a, like, real life, though. Like, it's supposed to be, like, the real American mm -hmm. West, like, historically accurate. But Mm -hmm. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Bigfoot's your dad. I don't know. (laughs) Avenge me, poor York. (laughs) No, that was the wrong quote. Okay, um, is there a Bigfoot body? Is there a Bigfoot in the movie Wild? I don't know what movie that is. (laughs) That's the one with Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) Oh my god. Where she takes the Pacific uh, Crest Trail. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> I would have seen it if there was a Bigfoot in it. 
I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Sadly, no, dear Googler, wherever you are. There's no Sasquatch <laughs> in that movie. Do you have one for us, Nancy? All right. I'll take a look at it. All right. Bigfoot. Oh, I just put Bigfoot. And I got Bigfoot sightings. Bigfoot mm-hmm. in Michigan. Bigfoot mm-hmm. monster truck. Bigfoot oh, no. Lava, Bigfoot <laughs> Silva. Bigfoot sightings in Michigan, Bigfoot footage, Bigfoot evidence, Bigfoot pictures, uh, Bigfoot monster truck. Let's uh, yeah, see what that's about. Oh my god, it's just the <laughs> one with the huge tires. Really? Nice. This oh, video literally, literally like Bigfoot. Yeah, Legend okay. of Bigfoot, the original monster truck, a YouTube video. Oh god, okay. Bigfoot five, world's tallest pickup truck. Hmm. You can uh, find links to these videos on our Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I did. Can you shoot Bigfoot? And all it gave me was, can you shoot Bigfoot in Oregon? Which no, you cannot. I don't think you can. <laughs> I think it's like statewide now. Um, <laughs> and then, can you legally shoot Bigfoot? Depends can on you where you are. Check your America- local. <laughs> Americans have such murderous tendencies. We do. Like the Bigfoot isn't even real, and we're already talking about mm-hmm. shooting it. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> Bigfoot isn't real, Bess. I liked that moment of dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, we considered the question. <laughs> Bigfoot. Yeah. I got. Bi- I put Bigfoot, and then the letters S and M. S M. Oh no. Not- no, not and. <laughs> I didn't go that far. That sounds ho- that's horrible. But I got Bigfoot smoke shop, Bigfoot oh. smoking, Bigfoot okay. small hand, Bigfoot smells like. Is Bigfoot is Bigfoot about that puff puff past life? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Bigfoot you know he is. <laughs> Bigfoot smartware. What? Okay. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a CMMM. It's a CMMS software. Okay. Whatever I that typed means. in I typed in Yeti. Okay. And I got Yeti Bigfoot. I don't know. Um Yeti versus Bigfoot. Nice. And Yeti built for the wild. Which what? I'm looking what that is. Maybe That's a, a brand company. of outdoor gear. It's a brand. Yeah. It's a clothing brand. Bigfoot that sounds smoking right. weed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I will also say, I don't know. Best, would you agree with me? Is bugbear another good synonym for no, a Yeti? No, bugbear is definitely a different thing. Okay. It's Fair. its own taxonomy. Uh, well, it's because it's it's also not real, but in that it has never <laughs> been even considered to be real. All so right. like bugbears are like a in case you don't know listeners, bugbears are like a um, a Dungeons and Dragons monster. Um from the original bestiary compiled by Gary Gygax, but they're not, I wouldn't say that that was used as like a synonym for Bigfoot that I've ever heard. True. Because Wikipedia says a bugbear is a legendary creature or type of hobgoblin comparable to the boogeyman or Uh, bugaboo or babao and other creatures of folklore, all of which were historically used in some cultures to frighten disobedient children. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Did you know that in September 2015, Texas police blamed Bigfoot for inability to bust illegal pot farmers? Okay. That sounds like they were just lazy. They were really shitty cops. 
Over the weekend, a shakedown crew involving several members of the Delta County Sheriff's Office, a handful of game wardens, and officers with the Department of Public Safety acted on a tip they received from a group of local hog wranglers that suggested a substantial marijuana field was being maintained deep inside a wild wildlife management area about an hour outside of Dallas. So here's my question. <laughs> were they smoking <laughs> well, when they, they were like, listen, we couldn't find it <laughs> because... Bigfoot. Because Bigfoot. Although the Texas Fuzz claims they were hot on the trail of the pot-growing perpetuators, their mission was ultimately foiled when they encountered a group of Bigfoot hunters scouring the woods in hopes of snapping a few photos of the beastly folk legend known as Sasquatch. According to NBR NPR, the illegal cultivation operation had been around since May. Fortunately, while it is a shame that an acre of perfectly good weed is in the process of being snuffed out by the probationary oh. orders of the state of Texas, the pot, grow, the pot growers evaded some serious prison time by dodging out on the operation before the authorities arrived. Well, I mean, bless those those Bigfoot hunters because now those weed growers live to ride another day. Yeah. The end of the article says there has been no word whether Texas police suspect suspect Bigfoot to be part of the operation. <laughs> I mean, he's probably pretty chill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As as another little little weird Sasquatch conspiracy fact. theory. Yeah, fact, <laughs> conspiracy theory. I've heard it both ways. Um, <laughs> there is the legend, there is the rumor that the government captured a live Sasquatch in 1999. Oh, okay. Why? In 1999, a number of simultaneous fires ravaged Battle Mountain, Nevada. An injured Bigfoot <laughs> was supposedly spotted in the carnage before being whisked away by government officials for treatment. A brief summary of the alleged event is available at the Sierra Tahoe Bigfoot Research blog. Interesting. So jot, jot that down, listeners. I'm going there right now. <laughs> All right. That was a great and rousing round of It Came From The Search Turn. It really was. I mean, I'm proud of us. Mm -hmm. Always. So... Hi, I'm Colt Straub, executive producer of Mountain Monsters, and I'm here with the Ames team to get the story behind the hunt for the grass man. Now guys, has there ever been a creature that you guys have been more intent on capturing than the Ohio grass man? <laughs> no, 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 never. It became really evident to me, Huckleberry, as soon as we started talking about the grass man and even just hearing you talk and doing some of your interviews, you're fired up about this thing. There was no question about it. What made you so passionate about wanting to go after the grass man again? Well, he, he's close to our home and he embarrassed us last time. I mean, he just made us look like idiots. Yeah, amateurs, idiots. And, and we're not, I mean, <laughs> he just, well, I guess he did outsmart us, but he got lucky. I have a couple of Bigfoot thoughts. <laughs> Okay. Um, enlighten us. Sure. One Bigfoot tidbit is that most real scientists think that people see black bears when they say <laughs> they see Bigfoot because black sure. bears are usually on the humanish side because they're not that big, um, and they like smart. to stand and they're smart and they like to stand up on their hind legs, and uh, they usually run away when people are nearby and people are under this conception that like misconception that bears will attack 
when they see mm-hmm. people, but actually bears are afraid of people if they're too yeah. wild. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they would run away like the shy Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, Yes, and um, let's see. If you are really into the sas- the squatch hunting life, boutique escapes in in British Columbia or Alberta what? will give you the Sasquatch challenge. What is that? We need to go do that. When you you're gonna get dropped off in the wilderness to do okay. some luxury glamping. Okay. Sure. Yes. And the goal is to survive the night. In addition okay. to all the essentials, the the base camp includes a gourmet food spread, headlamps, creature mm. comforts, and high-tech radios. Wait, wait, tell me more about this gourmet food spread. Okay. Right? Um, so what I'm hearing, Nancy, <laughs> is that we need our listeners to send us enough money so that we can go experience yes. this for them. Right. Sure. Yeah, so um, it's 7500 a pop. Um, Ooh, a per person? Yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah. And uh, so well, that would be them. for two of us eighteen thousand. And I'm not great at math, Holy but shit. I for all three of us it would get us at around twenty seven, twenty eight thousand. So start saving your pennies, listeners. My God, what if they gave us a discount? Um, because yeah, one we, of us believes one of us believes in Sasquatch, and we'd put it on the pod. Yeah. There we go. Everyone loves free glamping. Glamping. Yeah. Hmm. Um, And then there are two movies I would like to draw everyone's attention to. Yes! Assault of the Sasquatch. Oh. Rated R. Or Sasquatch. Oh, no. When a merciless bear poacher is caught and arrested deep in the woods of a state park, he and his truck are taken to a neglected precinct in the heart of a dying city. Unbeknownst to the unbeknownst to the authorities, the impounded truck holds a deadly cargo in the form of the legendary Sasquatch. Yes. Now, stuck in an unfamiliar world, the creature will let nothing and no one stop it from coming face to face with the unscrupulous man who ruthlessly ripped it from its environment. I mean, honestly, same. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is Suburban Sasquatch. Wow. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's see. When a giant bloodthirsty anthropod goes on a killing spree in a sprawling suburban park area. It's up to a couple of rangers, a reporter, and, uh-oh, a mystical Native American warrior. Oh, oh great. fuck. Are you kidding me? To help, to try and stop it. Yeah, um, in the Mystery Science Theater movie, Cry Wilderness, there's also a really horrible Native American stereotypical character. Yeah, right? it's real bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, and there's the weird scene with the raccoons. Listen, Ugh. I love that scene. <laughs> it's really funny. It's super funny. Um, Sasquatch really likes Coca-Cola and the radio. In he Carver. does like the radio, yes. And he likes giving young children like special necklaces. And yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty dope. <laughs> Go watch it on Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Hashtag non-spawn. <laughs> please sponsor us Pat and Oswald and Felicia Day please we love, it. We love you this has just become t- 10 minutes of us begging for sponsorship okay. <laughs> anyway. anyway I feel like we need some more music aw yeah hit it hi 
Hi, I'm Colt Straub, executive producer of Mountain Monsters, and I'm here with the Ames team members to get the story behind the hunt. This time, guys, we're talking about West Virginia's Bigfoot, the Yahoo. <laughs> Damn right! Why is this special to you? Why is West Virginia's Bigfoot, the Yahoo, so, so special to you guys? Supposedly, the word I was told, that that's where the word Yahoo, you ever been, I'm sure, at one point in time, one of the people called you a yahoo. Get you yahoos, get out of my garden or whatever. Well, that's where that come from. They were a, a nuisance. They went in the gardens and took vegetables. They even steal pigs, you know. So I'd heard about it since I was a little tight, clear up till many years ago. Jeff, you seem ready to, to prove yourself. We were able to hear Buck do his yahoo scream, um, which was. Admirable. It's impressive, yeah. I think. Uh, Jeff, can you top that? I can top anything Buck does, even hunting. Okay. <laughs> oh. He just taught me at screaming like a girl. I mean. <laughs> Actually, in the first night investigation, Jeff's thermal uh, was able to pick up some potential Yahoo activity. You guys followed the path and then came across. Just a great discovery there with that nest. Trapper, tell me about that nest and how that stacks up against other nests you've seen. And it's good sometime to make real the world of fantasy and make-believe, as some people do. Some people like, like hobos, for instance, sometimes. One sunny day in the month of May, a burly bum came hiking down the shady lane by the sugar cane, a-looking for his liking. As he strolled along, he sang a song of the land of milk and honey, where a bum can stay for many a day, and he don't need any money. On the big rock candy mountain, all the cops have wooden legs. The bulldogs all have rubber teeth, and the hens lay soft-boiled eggs. The farmer's trees are full of fruit, their barns are full of hay. Now I wanna go where there ain't no snow and the sleet don't fall and the wind don't blow and a bum can sleep all day. All right, coming at you hot with more Sasquatch facts, quote unquote. And Sasquatch, you know, just in general. Yeti. There's an um, episode of the X Files about the Sasquatch. Yes, there is. What season? Oh, it's like the first or second. It's pretty early on. It's pretty on. early on. Yeah. I don't remember it. I think it's the Jersey Devil, but it's basically like it's the Sasquatch. It's very mm -hmm. confusing. Mulder. Agent Mulder, this is Peter Brule of the Jersey Parks Department. Oh, yeah, hi. Hi. I found a body out in the woods today. It looks like it's been dead six to eight months. A long-haired male missing the same tooth I found in that rabbit a while back. Could be your devil. Where's the body now? I turned it over to the coroner's office. You're sure it was a male? Well, it had all the plumbing. It's a That's good fair. episode. Well, since our last conspiracy theory centered around the government, we'll go. We'll go back to the government. It's worth yes. talking about. So, uh, the government secretly removed. Well, okay, this is the sad one that I mentioned earlier. The government oh. secretly removed burnt Sasquatch corpses from Mount St. Helens after the 1980 eruption. 
That, I hope that didn't happen. That's awful. <laughs> Following the disaster, a few witnesses reported seeing federal helicopters carrying off the charred remains of several Sasquatches from the area. Prior to the eruption, Mount St. Helens has already been a hotspot for supposed eight-men sightings since the 1920s. In fact, so many of these stories were recorded that a nearby gorge was eventually named Ape Canyon. Oh. I kind of wow. want to visit Ape Canyon. Oh, gosh. Nancy and I have been to Mount St. Helens, actually. Yeah, it's cool. It's like being on the moon. Mm-hmm. Cool. On the heels of that fact, I would like to talk about... Because we've talked about why people might believe in aliens, and we've talked about why they might believe in ghosts, but let's we got to get down to the nitty-gritty. Why do you suppose people might believe in the Yeti? I think that it sort of stems from the same reason that people believe in, I want to say, like, that they believe in aliens, which we haven't mm. really touched on much yet. But I, think it, <laughs> but I think it goes, um, I think it goes kind of hand in hand with that. Like, I think people want to believe that there is, that we haven't learned everything there is to learn. Yeah. And I think that people definitely, instead of, like, being astounded by the you know millions and not millions but like you know the tens of hundreds of species that we find in the rainforest every year yeah are new but because they're not like big uh -huh. and exciting i think like, people cool. would like to believe that there's something human-like that yeah. we haven't that we just don't know about yet yeah yeah I think, I think in Western in Western realms also we heavily romanticize ex, like quote unquote exploring and discovering new places, which we did not. People lived here first. We weren't discovering jack shit. Um, <laughs> but like now that like all the frontiers quote unquote are closed, like we still need something like you were saying best, something big and marvelous to discover. Right. Yeah, I think it's maybe two things, I think, or three. Let me back up. So one of them could be, I think we talked about this in the Alien episode, but the psychology of, like, having secret knowledge that mm -hmm. no one else has mm -hmm. is very powerful. Mm -hmm. People who feel like they maybe don't have a lot of power in their normal lives and in, mm -hmm. in, in general mm -hmm. sometimes like to come up with, um, secret knowledge that they have that no one else has because it gives right. them a sense of power and control. Mm -hmm. um, so that's definitely at play. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other thing is like um, along the lines of like religion, I think, mm. uh, you know, Christianity is the predominant preferred uh, school of thought for most Americans. And, you know, Christianity doesn't leave a lot of room unless you're Catholic. Um, for, like, multiple deities or, like, connection with the earth. And so mm. I think, like, perhaps that's a void in some people's, like, belief systems. Okay. Um, oh. And so, yeah. like, they may be feeling like they need something that is sort of, like, wild Connecting. and free still, Nature. like the earth. And it's something that right. they could maybe see a glimpse of, glimpse of one day, mm -hmm. you know? So, right. like, it could be filling that need. And then mm -hmm. the other thing is that, like, 
then there's people, people just have a fundamental misunderstanding of how biology works. Yeah. People, like, yes. people don't believe slash don't understand evolution, which leads them to think that Bigfoot might even be a scientific possibility, which it cannot be. So like, <laughs> when you don't get that, then yeah, you're susceptible to all kinds of like made up biological sure. ideas. So I think that's my take. And I think it also goes back to um, lots of Sasquatch Bigfoot sightings happen in uh, remote rural areas. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily remote, but rural areas. Crappy stuff happens on people's farms. Like their livestock gets killed. Their fences get ripped down. Mm-hmm. There are scary things in the woods. Um, and I think it's easier for people maybe to blame that on some mythical creature. Yeah, it's a rather. A coping mechanism. Right, rather than, you know, crappy stuff just happens or, you know, there's wild boars in your woods. Like, that sucks, but, you know. Yeah, and it's, like, a way also to, like, maybe, um, it's, yeah, like you're saying, it's a scapegoat, but it could even be a scapegoat for, like, economic decline. Oh, sure. I know that's being thrown around a lot lately that everything is a scapegoat for economic decline, but... (laughs) If you live in a rural place that used to have a lot of bustling and opportunity, like if you come up for some, come up with some magic mascot for why you're you're having trouble, mm-hmm. it makes it easier to name the problems a, you're dealing with. It's also with. a right. unifier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's us versus the Sash Squatch, not <laughs> us versus economic downturn. You know. Right. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. On the, on the heels of mentioning our alien UFO episode, I have another great fact. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so uh, this one says Bigfoot is really an alien. Yes. This two is one con- of my favorites. <laughs> um, two conspiracies for the price of one. In 1973, Pennsylvanian UFO researcher Stan Gordon noticed an increase in sightings of Sasquatches entering and exiting the extraterrestrial vessels what? fascinated by the possibility that the mysterious primates may actually hail from another planet Gordon quickly set up a UFO Bigfoot hotline which still runs to this day oh my god I want to call it <laughs> but well, I'd have to make something up well let's let's back up here let's <laughs> let's talk about this let's talk <laughs> about this like <laughs> I but it totally tracks with what we were saying, though. The same yeah. people who have the same thought yeah. process and believe in aliens are going right. to have the same thought process about right. a Bigfoot. Right. Yep. And like we mentioned in the UFO episode, um, UFO sightings, the descriptions followed um, the, like, when a big movie about aliens and UFOs came out, the... Yep. The next um, UFO sightings, the descriptions tracked with whatever was put in that movie. So Definitely. it's like, yeah. So when Sasquatch became a thing. Yeah. I mean, Sasquatches don't feature heavily in recent movies, but. No, but, you know, it's, it's like a yeah. popular culture yeah, thing, exactly. I think. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so my. The Bigfoot fact that I want to throw in here is not so much a fact as it is another theory about Bigfoot. So there are a lot of like crazy, there's a lot of crazy shit people believe about Bigfoot, which if you're believing Bigfoot anyway, and then you're adding crazy shit on top of it. Yeah. Like 
it's got to be real crazy. So yeah. some of my favorite things that I've heard, and I swear to God, I heard these things. <laughs> said in seriousness. Said in seriousness. Well, they were, so they were relayed to me. This was from um, a, um, a panel at a, at a stuff. And anyway, so with the a previous uh, attendee of this panel told me about a conversation that happened in this panel um, about Bigfoot, wherein people posited that Bigfoot uh, was an interdimensional being (laughs) who uh, could disappear and reappear at will. That's why it moves so fast. There were a lot of other theories, but I just wanted to throw that out there while we were talking about aliens. That immediately makes me think of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, no, we don't talk about that. (laughs) God damn it. I love that movie. Why don't you people understand? (laughs) What say we play a game? Yeah. Let's do it. What if we played um, Who Believes? Yes. Yes. Explain the rules, George. All right. So this is a game where we ask, I ask Nancy and Bess, who's being put to the test. We've been transported. (laughs) No one tells me anything. Um, uh, I'm going to mention some famous people and Nancy and Bess are going to try and guess if they know whether or not that person believes in Bigfoot. All right. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready for this. So, first one. Views. Dean. Dean Kane. <laughs> he definitely believes in Bigfoot. Yes. You are correct. Dean Kane believes in Bigfoot. Of that course he does. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Right. Dean Kane um has hosted a show called Ten Million Dollar Bigfoot Bounty. What? In the show he led expeditions in search of Bigfoot. What? At the start of the series he was hugely skeptical about the existence of this creature. This however is like Rob Lowe and ghosts. However, at the end <laughs> he does believe Bigfoot exists. This is like America's Must Wanted with Geraldo. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. So next one, Megan Fox. Uh, yes. Probably. I'm gonna say yes. I think she does. She does. She's smart, but she's not that. It has almost become a joke amongst journalists that Megan Fox has a tendency to bring up Bigfoot. What? Her answers at interviews whenever possible. What? I just kind of have respect for that. Like, mad game. Oh, that's true. They probably ask her dumb and boring questions about her yeah. weight and her makeup. So and she's, she's mm-hmm. just like, listen, I just want to talk about Bigfoot. That's right. why I came here today. Yeah. This is why I'm alive, is Bigfoot. <laughs> um, she's also claimed that Bigfoot is her favorite celebrity. Sure. Right. Because However, no one she- can ever catch him. Megan Fox just right. wants to hide like Bigfoot. Right. That's legit. <laughs> However, she has yet to embark on a Bigfoot hunt. Okay, so according to this article, the epitome of a Bigfoot believer is if you go in the woods and <laughs> smell like shit for three days, sure. that's the only way you're a true Bigfoot. You don't smell like shit, you smell like Bigfoot juice. If that's the case, <laughs> then I am a Bigfoot believer because I've camped and smelled bad for three days. Before. There you go. Yep. Leah Ramini. Oh, Remini. she used to be a Scientologist. Do they let them believe in Bigfoot? I don't think they do. I'm gonna say I don't no. think so either. But I want to say yes, like just out of like spite. I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, she does not believe in Damn. Bigfoot. <laughs> However, she does not believe in Scientology anymore either. So no. next we have Rob Lowe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he does indeed. All right, last one. Lana Del Rey. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. No, not so far as I know. She wants Bigfoot to be her boyfriend. Let's be real. Come on. She doesn't. She would call him daddy. Ew. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's probably true. Why are you booing? You know I'm right. <laughs> so that's been our do they believe game. All right. So what do you think, George? Did we answer our question? I feel like, to the best of our ability, we answered this question. But I'm deeply disappointed that Pew and all these other, like, research places don't have any, like, hardcore data on who believes in and who hunts the Sasquatch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's that just frustrating. Like, these, even these amateur websites for Sasquatch hunters, they're just not doing it right. They don't have data. And mm. also, also I'm upset because the Venn diagram of Bigfoot hunters and uh, NRA enthusiasts is a circle. So I feel like they're missing a key demographic that would protect us from guns, <laughs> basically. Right. But despite that, Yes, I, I do think we answered the question. I found an interesting article about uh, about why people believe in Bigfoot because the CNN wrote about it in 2010 hmm. because a Bigfoot footprint was seen. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some basic culture there's some basic culture-based need for fantastical tales, said a professor of anthropology at NYU. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Monsters represent dark aspects of our subconscious conscious worlds and can be metaphors for the challenges of life okay mm. so humans also have a fascination with the divide between their species and animals and bigfoot bridges that gap believing in these creatures and following their trails in the forest is somewhat akin <sighs> to an amusement park ride they are safe ways of experiencing fear hmm. oh so it's like people who want the thrill thrill seekers thrill seekers okay so is that your answer to our question yeah, thrill seekers who don't understand science and want to worship the Bigfoot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what about you, Bess? Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely gave it our best shot. Like you said, there's not enough research that's actually been, like, there's not enough data to tell exactly who hunts Bigfoot mm -hmm. or believes in Bigfoot. Obviously, it could be a lot of people. But um, I think for the most part, the people who hunt for Bigfoot even if they're not, like, hunting, mm -hmm. like, actually hunting, like, with guns and shit, I mm -hmm. think they're all going to be that same kind of, like, white, you know, not gun necessarily middle class, but maybe gun-toting, but, like, there's people with too much time on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me, let me hit you guys with some more facts that uh, reinforce our opinion of who this is and if we, that we answer our questions. So, to the people who don't understand biology this this conspiracy theory goes out to you it is bigfoot is really a giant ground sloth huh interesting <laughs> while most experts believe the sasquatch to be some form of shaggy primate a few have opined that these beasts are actually surviving giant ground sloths 
Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> this um, article this article says that Bigfoot is a replacement for the belief in werewolves because when Darwin came up with evolution, werewolves could no longer be plausible in the universe in like the scheme oh, of really? And that Bigfoot replaces the belief in werewolves because it's <laughs> just a little bit more plausible than <laughs> interesting. And scientists say that also humans are inherently, psychologists say humans are inherently interested in the blurred line between fantasy and reality. Mm. So that has appeal with Bigfoot. Also, mm. people want to feel like heroes mm. and like creating a story where you're the hero and you're going after a monster, quote unquote, uh, helps people see themselves as capable of tackling their own challenges. Yes. Interesting. The, wha- um. the white whale's not the white whale. It's it's the challenge within you. I don't, I don't Thank know. Thank you for those wise world words, Nancy. Yeah, anytime. Um, Sasquatches occasionally sodomize domestic cows. No, no. I think I think they gotta look a that's little harder you. for uh, the you. actual culprits. Yeah, no, that's dudes who don't want to say they fuck cows. Right. Yeah. Did you know that the big feet is the plural of Bigfoot? Okay. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> Little fun fact. Sasquatches appear in the Bible. A few modern creationists have argued that giants that the giants briefly mentioned in the book of Genesis were actually early big. (gasps) Oh that also goes along with your Christianity idea. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Shout out to Sunday School Dropouts. Awesome Mm -hmm. podcast. Go check it out. Ten percent of Sasquatches might be gay. Let's see. Cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman recalls having once lightheartedly wondered aloud if ten percent of the Bigfoot population matching the figures we have on Hopo Samians might be gay. Unquote. Days later he was shocked to discover a slew of angry emails denouncing him for calling, quote, Bigfoot a homosexual, unquote. Oh god. He was shocked he got those emails? Uh Uh-huh. Writer Joshua Blabluz, uh, it's probably a pen name, created an interesting portrait of the Bigfoot community as typical of the amateur cryptozoologists. Studying Bigfoot fans in the Pacific Northwest, Buzz documents a group of mostly white working class men who are Bigfoot's biggest boosters. To them, Bigfoot is an icon of untamed masculinity. A popular oh, populous a populist rebel against scientific elites, the last champion of authenticity against a plastic, image-conscious, effeminate consumer society. Just go fuck a tree. Like, for God's sake, just go away. Uh, Bigfoot stalkers follow the subculture because it has the same attraction as other types of hunting. Getting back Mm -hmm. to nature, tramping through the woods, following elusive prey, testing their manhood. Manhood against the wilderness, play at being real men, quote unquote. Danger, yeah. like controlling controllable danger. Cause it- uh, and a quote from a Bigfoot hunter, maybe I'm only trying to justify all my trips to the mountains by calling them research. God damn it. I like wildlife. I like to see anything I can. The more I go, the more I'm amazed at how elusive wildlife can be. Okay, so just so go hiking. That's the thing though. That's interesting because like, quote-unquote, toxic masculinity or masculinity in our culture says you can't just love nature and be out in nature. That's girly shit. That, right. means, that means you're a pussy that you like nature, like, in certain parts of our culture. So these are people who are devoted to nature, but because of how they see themselves, they can't be like, I just really love birds. They have to be fighting against a man-killing beast. Yeah. <sighs> 
Amateur Bigfoot, amateur Bigfoot hunters usually have a big chip on their shoulder over their treatment by academic scholars. Mm, that whole against the scientific elite thing. Yeah. yeah. And that if they could just find Bigfoot, they can triumph over the people who ignored, ridiculed, and disrespected them. Well, the last conspiracy theory I have for y'all is Sasquatches bury their dead. Sure. Oh, like elephants? <laughs> yeah, one of the most, well, they mourn their dead, they don't bury them, but one of the most jarring questions for cryptozoologists is, if Sasquatches are real, why don't we ever find their bodies? Oh, God. <laughs> Many believers, oh, no, you're right. Many believers argue that, not unlike modern elephants, the elusive apes actually bury their dead. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they, that elephants did that. I thought they just yeah. mourned. That's why the elephant graveyard is a thing, like a saying in like in the Lion King, it's a thing. Because they literally have huh. places that they take their dead to. What? That's crazy. That's, hmm, interesting. Elephants are super smart. I didn't know that, huh. This, I mean, I knew uh, they were smart, I didn't know elephant graveyards were like a real thing. Uh, this study described people and events at the annual Texas Bigfoot Research Conference in Tyler, Texas. Um, it says that it's a convention of, it's like any other meeting or convention of established organization or interest group populated by mostly conservatively dressed white middle-class people attending a day-long slate of presentations. Yeah, well, sounds about there right. There we go. That's, that's what we were postulating. Uh, All right. Yeah. So I think we answered our question. For it's, sure. It's an insane subculture. <laughs> So, you guys want to play another game, or...? Let's, uh, let's do some recommendations. Yeah. So... Um, we have a group recommendation, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah! Oh, no, this is kind of Nancy's. That's what Nancy's. am I...? Oh, uh, go to the Museum of the Weird in Austin, Texas. There's a Bigfoot in it. And a lot of other weird, <laughs> fake things that are amazing, and it's really fun. And you'll enjoy yourself. Best, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> so... Silly question. When do I not have something? <laughs> um, so my recommendations are... First of all, we mentioned it earlier in the episode. Um, go watch... The Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode, Cry Wilderness, because yes. you will laugh your face off. It's amazing. Indeed. And it is a movie about Bigfoot, uh-huh. kind of. Um, my <laughs> other recommendation would be to, if you can, find it. I don't think it's on any streaming services anymore, but um, watch the, te- the television show Destination Truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that one. Which is a great show, and I think they have a couple episodes on different types of Bigfoots, Big Feet, but basically um, <laughs> they research a cryptid and um, the history behind the cryptid, and then they go to the place where the cryptid is said to be seen, and they like camp out and try to find it. It usually find involves it. a very beautiful rural, remote area in yes. Southeast Asia or Northern Africa. Yeah, it's great. It's a great show. Um, I highly recommend it. So that's what I got for you guys. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, for my recommendation, um, I would recommend, for purely um, hilarity's sake, because it's just so, it's so funny, um, Mountain Monsters, which I mentioned before, 
What it's, channel is that on? Uh, Destination America. Uh huh. Um, and it's these like six or so guys. They're like, they're like the, they're the they're the gun toting weird people who I'm terrified of. They love to go in the woods with their guns, but it's pretty sure. entertaining when they do. Um, and there's a great show just just because of the title. It's called Yeti or Not, and it's on Nat Geo. Oh, man. <laughs> it's about this guy's scientific quest to find if the Yeti is real or not. And um, But a new show that I watched recently that's, like, if you want to see some more, like, debunking, like, real debunking, there's um, it's called Fact or Faked Paranormal Files. So, good, good. Yeah, those They're are my recommendations. There is a, I just remember, there's a BuzzFeed YouTube series called Unsolved mm -hmm. Mystery. Supernatural. There's a Supernatural one, and there's also Conspiracy Theory one. True Crime. True Crime, true crime yeah. <laughs> and they're awesome. They're really out. funny. And then they, I, they have an episode where they went Bigfoot hunting. Yes. <laughs> so watch that. Yeah. Do it. It's Possum Kingdom time? Yeah, it's so. time for a hometown hoedown throwdown. Today's hometown hoedown throwdown is is about our lovely home state of Michigan, as always. And uh, well, personally, Carson Drew, Nancy and I's father, um, recently went to northern Michigan, northern Lower Peninsula, Michigan, and um, brought me back a T-shirt that says "Gone Squatchin." <laughs> And the O in gone is a Sasquatch outline. Yeah, it is beautiful. And I enjoy it every day that I look at it. Um, so that, listeners, is an example. Uh, Sasquatch culture extends as far east and north as Michigan. There's, I'm looking at a great Detroit Free Press article called On the Trail of Bigfoot in an Upper Peninsula, Michigan Forest. Yeah, there's a lot of Bigfoot sightings in the UP. Yeah, that's that's our hometown hometown throwdown. So we have a uh, um, some things to share from our wonderful listeners. Mm -hmm. Yay! You know, so many good conversations with you all, and looking at all your awesome stuff, and we just love you all, and we're so glad you're supporting us and talking to us. It's amazing. Thank you. Yes, thank you from the bottom of our tiny internet hearts. <laughs> um, we couldn't do it without your tacit approval. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just look at um, some feedback I got on a post, and why don't, while I'm doing that, why don't you guys tell them about talking to our friends about yeah. previous episodes. Okay, I asked our listeners, who are your favorite fictional and non-fictional robots? Because that's what we talked about in our AI episode. Um, and our friend Amanda, fake last name, said C-3PO and <laughs> R2-D2, but she shared a cute little sticker of them in the comments, and it was the mm -hmm. best. And then our friend Beth, fake last name, said hers is the movie Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. And it's one of her favorite thrillers. So thanks, guys, for telling us all about yeah. your robot crushes. So, um, we had a great, yeah, thank you. We had a great chat with our friend Chelsea, fake last name, uh, about our posited hypothetical robot apocalypse. 
and they had some very interesting insights. So what we were talking about that was interesting was planned obsolescence um, mm -hmm. for vehicles because we specifically started talking about self-driving cars. Mm -hmm. um, and Chelsea had a lot of awesome stuff to say. We're really psyched that she wanted to talk to us about it. So yeah, one of the things we touched on with the planned obsolescence is the idea that like tech companies right now purposely make it so that you have to buy a new laptop or a new phone mm -hmm. at some point. You can't keep them forever unless you know things about computers so you can like update it yourself. But they right. build and design this technology so that it's not durable, it's not really for the long haul. I think I was thinking about how the original iPods were like yeah. <laughs> basically bulletproof and the only thing that kept them from continuing was something with software. I don't know, there's probably still people out there who use mm -hmm. them. Um, mm -hmm. But we were talking about how difficult that would be with uh, self-driving cars and if companies, I mean, cars are already losing value once you take them off the lot. So what happens when you combine them with a computer, which also might be planned to be obsolete in five it's, years? The car is instantly worthless. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So we were kind of imagining that horrifying future right. together. She also brought up the point I think we mentioned in the, in the podcast, um, um, Google Maps and other map apps like Apple Maps kind of have a long way to go because they are not infallible and in fact can be very crappy sometimes. Mm -hmm. so. Oh yeah, Google Maps can't find our apartment. <laughs> right. So how are you going to tell a car where to go and what directions to follow if your map app is like garbage? So Right. Yeah. So thanks for the stimulating conversation. Yeah. Thanks guys. We would love to have more. We're attention starved. Please feed us. <laughs> you can uh, hit us up on Facebook. Our Facebook page is the Triple Hoax Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Triple Hoax or Tumblr at the Triple Hoax. You can email us. Our email is the Triple Hoax at gmail.com. Scream um, into the void. We'll know somehow. I promise. We'll hear it. I promise. Also, <laughs> if you're listening and you love us, which I hope you would because this is episode nine, we're almost episode 10. Woo! Please, please, please go find us in the Apple Podcast Store on iTunes and give us a five-star review um, and write a little thing in there. Tell write us... A, uh, write a haiku about Bigfoot. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember, if you scream into the void, we are the robot overlords. So we'll scream back at you. Yeah. yeah. Also, you can find us on SoundCloud, Podbean... What's that called? Yeah. Podcast pod Addict. Podcast Addict Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we see you on your listens on SoundCloud and we love it. It makes us happy. So mm -hmm. give us some feedback. So on this TV show, Finding Bigfoot, the man named Bobo once said, quote, I am the L. Ron Hubbard of Squatchin, unquote. And with that, <laughs> thanks guys. You. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Can you believe that?